Are you ready to be inspired? Passionate Lives podcast aims to raise awareness of mental health issues by challenging and inspiring you to live your life with passion. Now here's your host, Tris Reddick. So here in the studio with me is uh, my old friend Nick Gwynn, founder, operator, owner of uh, Breathe Counseling. Um, so welcome, Nick. Thanks, Tris. It's great to be here. So Nick, um, just tell me, um, tell me a bit more about Breathe Counseling. Okay, uh, where do I start? So look, Breathe Counseling is a relatively new uh, counseling practice that we've started in the in the CBD of Perth, so right on the Hay Street Mall. Yeah, it's a a service that offers, I guess you would say, integrative counselling services. So um, counselling from different modalities, and it's myself and two other guys, Richie and Ryan, and we've just been interviewing a, a, a lady to come on as well. Uh, so yeah, we offer a counselling service there. We we offer an after hours service and and also some weekend opportunity as well. Obviously, in, intentionally set up in the city so that we could offer a service to people that work in the CBD, uh, and also after hours and a weekend, so it doesn't interrupt people's working weeks. That sounds cool, uh, Nick. Now I've known you for about four years. Uh, I was working out this morning, and brief counselling and the business ideas and the models that you've had has kind of evolved over that time. So just tell me a bit about your journey to um, get where you are today. Yeah, sure, Chris. It- actually feels longer than that but anyway um, <laughs> that's a good thing it's a good thing I, I guess I've been involved in the community services sector for about 22 years now it's a long time when I think about it I think when I first got involved in community services I was involved with youth youth camps and uh, went on to work in with people with disabilities and then school high school chaplaincy went on to do counseling I guess a lot of my work has been with at-risk youth uh, and families, I guess, in low socioeconomic economic areas um, experiencing disadvantage. So, yeah, I, in, in the middle of that, there's been opportunity to do lecturing and training as well uh, and some overseas travel into some developing countries, uh, Cambodia and Myanmar, and, yeah, just, just been involved in that sense as well. So... All that kind of work that you've done over the years has all had one thing in common, and that's and that's people. So you're obviously a very personable person. You, you know that's what kind of you're looking. That's what you're looking to fulfil. So where does that come from? What what drives you to work in that sector? Wow, that's that's a deep deep question. I think that perhaps early on in the piece, I I arrived at a conclusion that that people people are important and, and the mo- I guess the most important thing in life is relationships and so that's the I guess that's where my value system lies and that's where uh, my approach comes from and, and I guess the kind of work that I've been involved in has, has involved that so look that journey has been one that's developed over the years and and yeah come in different forms but yeah as you say like there has been the um, that common theme of, of people work and placing a high high priority on relationships. Where does that come from? I would, without doubt, say that the I remember Bear Grylls saying the the backbone of my life is is my Christian faith. And so I, I've been on that journey for about twenty three years. You know, didn't didn't grow up that way inclined. Uh, much much the opposite, in fact. But you know, on that journey, 
uh, it's it's coincided with with that uh, value system of people and, and relationship. It's been a journey of of relationships. It's been a journey of I, I, a relationship with God and relationship with people. I think also there's been a theme as well where you know some of what I do today is in a sense um, stuff that that initially I received. So I was on the receiving end uh, early on in my life. You know when I went through I, I went through some difficult difficult years and and received some support and help and and had some great examples where where people you know were really there for me uh, and I think my a, a big part of my belief in regards to to vocation and work is that we we often give out of what we've received ourselves you mentioned uh, your Christian faith and obviously in, in our relationship that's been a, a big part of, of our discussions and that how big a part has your faith played on your decision, you know, your your desire to work in the community sector and, and help people. It's an interesting question, and in, and in many ways, it's a um, it's a, a sensitive question in today's world. It's been absolutely central. You know, I mean, sometimes we hear people talking about their faith and 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 different things, and and the response can be, oh, you know, there's another another religious nut or another religious person, kind of doing their thing but I I didn't go looking in a sense I didn't go looking for it I didn't go seeking it out I and and as I said I, I grew up in a in a very opposite um, environment I, I I was a I guess what you'd call a fundamentalist atheist until I was about 19 and, and grew up in that in that environment at home but you know I I would say I had a, a I guess a very real experience at about the age of 19 that turned me around 180 degrees and since then have been on on that journey that hasn't been one of of religiosity or or kind of weirdness but it's been a journey of in I guess in the simplest terms a journey of one of experiencing genuine love and being able to give genuine love so it's been a relational journey so and that that for me has been a, a central component of not just my working life, but life in general, yeah. So if you're supporting people in the community, they want to follow their dreams, you know. A lot of the people that obviously we, we have in common, I guess, are not wanting to go forward because they, they lack confidence in themselves or, you know, other obstacles that are in their way. So what advice would you give to those people who were thinking about living their dreams or thinking about doing something that they've always wanted to do and they keep putting it off what what advice would you give to those people have a go i think that um i mean there's so many responses to that but i think look one of them is is that simple statement have a go take a risk don't give up you know at the end of the day you know we can in a sense we we can settle for the status quo or we could settle for you know a lot of things in life without that that in a sense doesn't require us to take many risks you know we can play life safe and and whether that's out of apathy or, or a fear of failure or, or or something else it's not conducive to a fulfilling life so look I, I think all of us make mistakes all of us have insecurities and fears all of us struggle with certain things I would absolutely encourage people to have a go and 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 if you if you screw up get up again and keep moving and I think I think an important thing that sometimes we forget in that is is 
is if in the midst of that you can plug into some good friendships and plug into some you know some supportive um, relationships you're going to find in that place the fuel to face your fears the fuel to be able to move forward you know there's nothing more terrifying than taking risks when you're on your own I think we can draw a lot of strength from other people and and you know and use that as as a resource to to enter in a life more fulfilling so what does the future hold for for you and and for breathe counseling oh without doubt you know world domination so um <laughs> no i look i mean <laughs> who knows i i think you know we have we have a vision we have a mission we have a you know i would definitely say there would be a a desire for the service to to move forward to develop to grow and and continually improve so in in quality and in quantity so i think there's there's definitely a a, a passion there to provide you know more support for people provide a, a, a platform for other counselors to be able to you know practice their their art and their skill and and also to be able to do that in a in a supported team environment uh, so look I, I i see breathe as a you know as, as a as a, a work in progress and also you know a, a, a multifaceted service so not just counseling um you know a, a place where you know seminars can be presented workshops can be um carried out you know therapy groups retreats you know so a whole host of of, of different things but yeah at the moment i see ourselves as being you know ideally situated in a in a in a city that is is so wonderful in so many ways but also has great need so yeah i, I think the future looks pretty bright Thank you for coming in, Nick, and a good way to end the uh, future is bright. So if anyone's listening and they're feeling a little bit down today, I hope that that will um, inspire you to um, actually do something with your dreams. Okay, so if you want to get more information about Breathe Counselling and, um, and what we're doing at Passionate Lives, so we've got the links to the websites there. Just go and have a look at the website, send him an email, uh, meet him for coffee somewhere, and, um, and have a chat and see, see how he can help you. Thanks, Tris. It's been great to be here. You have been listening to the Passionate Lives Podcast with Tris Reddick. For more information on what we do, check out our website at passionatelives.com.au or send us an email to admin at passionatelives.com.au.